Candle, Candle Coven. Coven. I'm Elena. And I'm Jocelyn from Bijou Candles. And, and this, this is, is the Candle, Candle Coven, Coven podcast. podcast. Let's light some candles, get cozy, and talk at it. Not even to dinner with the Kushners. <laughs> Not even to dinner with the Kushners. Not even to dinner with the Kushners. Sana 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 <laughs> I actually like would make like a whole thing of like just oh my god can you imagine <laughs> the infomercial that you could do that would come on at like three in the morning it would I would want it to be exactly the same as um the French com- learning French commercial that came on in the early 90s when we were kids and it was like je suis la jeune fille oh my god and it had like that monster in French B- uh, bo- uh muzzy but is that what it is is it muzzy I don't know. Muzzy? Muzzy was like the language monster. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> so, yes. Muzzy the language monster. Right? Yeah. That, that's uh, basically how I learned German in Austria. It was like they just played Muzzy for us. I didn't Wow, was know my whole that? school just like TV? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was because like when I got there in second grade, our entire curriculum was just watching Sound of Music, Mary Poppins. We would watch it and then learn all the songs. Okay. And then we'd watch it again and sing it along. But what about like maths? I don't recall doing maths unless it was like in the movie. (laughs) Elena, what are you talking about? Music is maths vibes. So like what time did you go? You got to school and you were there all day. Like you got there in the morning. and Yes, it was a normal school. And you watched in a city one movie over and over and over. That's like what I remember. That can't be right. Maybe that's the (laughs) part I really liked. Did you just block everything? Probably. I was like, when did you learn? You're you're uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic. I taught myself. No, you didn't. I taught myself. <laughs> Actually, you might have. No, right? you. I just use those big white books that are like about Egypt and the Titanic oh, to learn everything that I know. Beautiful books. Remember those books? Yes. What were they called? So there's this book that I always took out in the library in kindergarten. Uh huh. And it was like a book. That's so cute, by the way. Yeah. Just like that on its own. I know. That oof. like I just really liked it, but it gave me like Were you a- like, Jimmy, I'm gonna go to library and get books. <laughs> Yes. They're like, okay, Juicy. No, like, I literally be like, I want Amelia Bedelia. I, I was a big uh, Bedelia head. Bedelia heads forever. I got such a kick out of that bitch. Yeah. But Amelia Bedelia's baby's first uh, ADHD representation. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just right? like, just I get for this. for Amelia Bedelia. Just, like, leaving shit everywhere. From now on, whenever I'm having, like, a moment where I, like, forget what I'm doing, I'm just going to be like, I'm having a Bedelia. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Bedelia. <laughs> it's yep. Bedelia. I can see. God. Um, Do you remember like the lemon meringue pie one? Yes. Vi- like like vividly. And I, I always remember reading it when I was like a little kid and being like, I wonder what this tastes like. Yeah. I was like, in what world am I eating lemon the meringue first, pie? <laughs> the first thing that I thought of was like, I kept thinking about what it tasted like. That Did, was my memory. It? Lemon meringue pie. Had you had it? Um, No. I don't think I had had it. But wait, have you had it since? Yeah, of course. I'm a person. I haven't. You've never had lemon meringue pie? I don't think pie? so. 
You've never had a bite of lemon meringue pie? I really don't think so. Is that an American pie? I've had like a lemon pie, like dessert, but I don't think I've ever <laughs> had like specifically lemon meringue pie. Interesting. Well, do you like you're from Florida at some point? Not from Florida, yeah, they have but like key lime, key lime pie. pie. That, the idea of key lime pie makes me want to die. So you have, just have a problem with fruit and dessert in general. No, not, no, no. I like, don't get me wrong. I like like a lemon glaze. I love lemon. Yeah, you like, love like, I like a lemon. lemon poppy seed. You know what it is? It's like when ugh, key lime pie just tastes so like. It, it looks like sunscreen. It's very tangy. And it just, I feel, ugh, it, ugh. But have you ever had, like, a really good one where it's, like, a really good graham cracker crust? Like, Jocelyn, I, I, no, I, I haven't Can I just tell you something about it. me? Can I just tell you something <laughs> about me? I love graham cracker crust mm-hmm. so much that you could put anything on it and I would eat it. Really? You could just literally be like, shit pie. But it has, like, a golden graham cracker crust. Really? And I would, like, eat the graham. I yeah, you I eat the you crust first. Leave like a microscopic, like <laughs> the thinnest film of the graham cracker that is touching the poop. That's where you break <laughs> off and you would eat the pot, the, the crust. Yes. You would figure that out. I'm really good at picking stuff out. You would like develop some sort of laser to yeah, cut into with the crust. my face. Yeah. Wait, but I have to tell you about this this book that I can't. Oh my ever god, the find. book. And I have no idea. I will never be able to find it or look it up. But maybe somebody listening will know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I honestly can't even describe it to you because I have given myself a lot of brain damage, I think. But <laughs> it's like this a book. kindergarten. It's kindergarten. And it was definitely for kids. But it's like a book and it had really intricate rooms in the book. And it's all illustration. Uh-huh. And it was like it's like a house. Well, the, is this like a children's book, like a I, big, a yeah, big one with like a hardcover? It's and a like hardcover, not pages. necessarily big. It's or is just it like, like a, a what kind, or is it like printed like pages? Like a nine, like maybe like a nine by well, like a like a you know a regular size book, like a hard covered kids book. Okay, and you know how like in the library they had like that plastic film on it, and it makes the crinkle sound. Oh my god, I love that. That almost just like made me have to poop because it was <gasps> oh, so relaxing. Like, yeah, I was and just then like they stamp it, oh. like the crinkle. When I you, love and when Jocelyn. you open it and it's like crinkly and like the page smell. Oh, there's nothing like it. I know. So it's this book, and I used to love it because they were like really detailed scenery pictures, like almost just like. Rooms. Uh-huh. God, can we talk about how neurodivergent I am? Are you just talking about, like, I Spy? It's not I Spy. (laughs) It's literally, like, rooms, and it had, like, all these different little things in the rooms. What was the point of the book? I don't know. There had to have been writing and story, but I don't know. I just loved the feeling of pretending to live in this book. Oh. And I would just, like, get this book and, like, hyper-focus on it. And I don't (laughs) know anything else about it. I feel like there was, like, a cat in the picture oh i hope i can remember more i hope someone listening like knows what you're talking i'm about. honestly gonna have to like go and do like regression regressive like hypnotherapy, hypnotherapy just so i can find out what this book is called oh my i feel God. like it's red maybe what library was it at my school in andover <laughs> in andover massachusetts is it still there did anybody go to what school was that i went to <laughs> saint augustine like same in richmond for pre-kindergarten I just realized I have been saying that wrong my whole life until I just went to say it as an adult. What? So when I was little, <laughs> I called it St. Augustine's in Richmond. <gasps> but it was St. Augustine's in Richmond, I just realized. And you're like, in Richmond? Yeah. I thought you said in Richmond. And I was like, where's that? <laughs> <laughs> I literally just realized I'm like, I have no idea and what's going on. Richmond. And then I went to, oh, the Bancroft School. That sounds fancy. The no. Anne Bancroft School of Acting. Probably not. <laughs> so were you? Yes. The Anne Bancroft School of the Miracle Worker yeah. of Acting. 
Isn't that Anne Bancroft? I think so. I think it's called Bancroft. Um, I don't know. I didn't live there since I was six. So who fucking knows? I wonder if the book is still there. And it just Somebody, has your name in please it. Please let me know if I, this book is real. It's like a pipe dream to me at this point. I have like no idea if it's real. What's pipe dream? What is probably something racist? That, what is that, I know. I was just like, <laughs> we know what it means is like a saying, but like, where does that come yeah, from? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let's, it I was mean, like when they were laying the pipes down in the industrial part. You know, yeah, I don't know exactly. And it was like, and all the workers thought that they would get out, but that was they just, just a buried dream. them in the ground, in the pipes. Yeah, yeah like awful. <laughs> you can't say anything. You're like say a saying, and it's like two birds with one stone, yeah. and it's like, and that was when they stoned all the women yeah. whom they called birds. Yeah, like and you're just like what. <laughs> So casual. Oh, my God. Well, just to sort of like, you know, give a little preview of what's to come in this episode. It's another campfire episode. We had to. It's spooky season. Mm -hmm. And we brought it down again to a vote on Instagram. And this was the most neck and neck. It was neck and neck. It was um, neck to neck. Neck to neck. (laughs) (laughs) Connect four is what my brain said. Nice. Just when you said that. So. Absolute non sequitur. Just I mean, connect we can keep for. going, but I'm just gonna stop it. There. Wait, what did you have? I know I saw your your face. What did you just think immediately? It, it was like honestly, this line from like a Beyonce song, isn't it? Like this or a Jay Z song? Which one? Oh, I forget. No, it's not a lyric. It's literally um, a picture of Beyonce and Kanye West playing, playing connect, connect four. four together. That's what. Oh That's my, what my brain god! A beautiful mind. I literally only think about pop culture. That's so. <laughs> So, anyways, back to it's pop, my, back it's to my, pop like, culture. Dewey decimal system. I love. No, that, I get that. It's you mark time by popular culture. That's fair enough. That's so funny and weird. No, I think it's very normal. Okay. Have you been online? It's extremely normal. Okay, that's true. Um. So the vote was Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and Jennifer's Body, which for me is like. Sophie's Choice, I love all three. Mm-hmm. I was kind of gunning for Rocky Horror, only because, like, I personally am obsessed with it. But then, the time will come. Yeah, but at the same time, like, you know, I didn't even need to watch the movie to do it, so it's almost like cheating. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. well, we'll probably do it. But the vote was neck and neck, and it ended up being Jennifer's Body. So we're going to do the Jennifer's Body Campfire, mm-hmm. which I'm extremely excited about. And I think since... We did have we launched Hocus Pocus on the last podcast. I don't think so. So we launched the Sanderson Sisters collection since mm-hmm. the last podcast, which has been so exciting. Yeah, these candles like are. I'm pretty proud of them. The, ugh, just so, Elena, the label that you designed. Well, we did it together. Yeah, but she really does it, and I like just come in and go. I don't like that part, <laughs> and she's like, "What do you want me to put there instead?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'll just know when I know." <laughs> Which is the most annoying person to work with because I do everything by feel yeah. and it's my feel <laughs> and it's awful. So sorry about that. But no, okay. the scents and the label and the colors, they're just like so cozy. Yeah. And like it's like those fall scents that you know and love, but like with a little spookier, you know, they're Edge. these are evil witches. Yeah, it's like the kids movie that you the adults like to watch. Exactly. But the candle of that. Ex- and, and but for adults. Right. Like you can never find hocus pocus stuff that you want to put in your adult home necessarily. You might. Yeah. But like it's by and, lar- by and large, it's not as, you know, aesthetic. Yeah. And this and who, but who am I to say? Aesthetic, aesthetic. Who cares? Right, right, right. But um, 
these just like kind of mesh well. You blend. Yeah. They blend well. You know what I'm saying? And they, the they smells. They don't even blend. They stand out in a kind of nice way. They I look think. really cool. And they smell so good. Like cinnamon, pumpkin, yeah. vanilla, swirling, like so, so good. It's just like a little piece of decor. It is. You know what I mean? Like when it's just standing there against the wall, you're like, wow, that's like cool. I know. At, the, <laughs> at night, they like sort of glow with the gold and you can like see the eye. Yeah, it's really And it looks cool. very, it's very cool. And we have the lighter, which is like a replica of the lighter that Max used mm-hmm. to light the candle. And we have the shirt, which is like from the witch museum, which is just all things growing up I wanted to have. Yeah. And now I get to have them totally. and share them with all of the candle coven who are people that get it. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes me just so happy. And for today, the candle of the day. And it seems to me you lived your life like the candle of the day. Oh, nice. Wow. Bernie Topin. <laughs> uh, Although Bernie just like wrote the, the lyrics. Do you know that Elton John didn't write any of his lyrics at all? Are you kidding? No. I don't think any of them. I think he would always work me closer with well, Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. He worked with his writing partner, Bernie Topin. Yeah, I know about Topin. I, I just keep saying Topin to you in my head. <laughs> I don't know why. I keep thinking of the Turpin 13, yeah, which is also. like a completely different horrific. They have true like crime those the same mouthfeel. Yeah. But our candle of the day is the Sarah Vanilla and Star Anise candle. Mm-hmm. From the Sanderson Sisters collection. And it is basically like vanilla that's spooky and sexy at the same time. <laughs> is that, could that yeah. describe that character? Yeah, or yeah, any? Totally. It, it really is like I that. Love the, I love the star anise and like I don't normally like that kind of. Yeah, you get a little bit funny with like licorice Yeah, vibes. but I really like this one. Like it's such a nice blend. And it, the it yeah. burns like so much nicer too. It like really like is better i'd say the hot throws on these make the cold throws which are still really nice yeah you're like who like the hot throws are amazing very come little children i'll take thee away (laughs) so yeah we're really excited for you guys to get them they are we had an overwhelming amount of orders so i think this comes out on friday of this week all your orders Mm. are like currently being like packed and processed and they're they'll all be out by the end of this week so thank you for your patience whenever we launch a new collection it takes a minute to get them out because there's a lot of them yeah and it's literally like it's arriving at the fulfillment center and they have to get them all done and then they have to organize it and then it has to make sure the barcodes are good you know what i mean it's like a whole thing just to get a can it's the logistics Oh my God, logistics. logistics. That's what it is. That's all anything is, is logistics. Oh my God. Capitalism is logistics, isn't it? Can Put that I, on a shirt. Can I just Why go to Why do you think Jeff sleep? Bezos is winning? Oh, it, it really is. At the end of the day, it's like if you can figure out how to get something from point A to point B, no matter who it kills to get there, my yeah. God. Seriously. And meanwhile, I'm like, where's my thing I just like it's, ordered? It's almost <laughs> as if someone like Jeff Bezos is like playing that movie, The Box. And it's like, if you don't get this from A to B in under a day, then someone will die. And is it's The like, Box the one where they have to press the button or not? Yeah. That's right. That's a, That movie That's, is. How funny is the name of The Box? Right? <laughs> Do you open it or is there a button in it? I forget. Is this a porno tape? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of the box, it's giving very, um, it's used to cut boxes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jennifer's body. Can't wait. Cannot wait yeah. to Diablo Cody this right? podcast later. It's, um, it was, yeah, it was interesting to go. Anything I've got that happened thoughts. in the aughts was questionable. I've got thoughts about the aughts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you, what thoughts about the aughts do you want to just like 
lay at our feet. Since this movie takes place in and was released in 2009. Uh, it was this movie is so 2009. It like I it's a hot red dot on 2009. Yes. It's like a microscope on 2009. It's embarrassing. It it makes you feel in a way like when th- something that took place at the time that calls you out for the clothes you wore. Mm-hmm. It's a throwdown. And like, I was wondering, too, like, fight. <laughs> is this meant to be such a time capsule? Like, no, because it, it really is so frozen in time. 2009. Like, oh, my God. Like, it, what were we yes. doing? You know what? In the way that Clueless shows us like a world that exists in like Amy Heckerling's mind. Mm-hmm. This does that, but also shows us exactly what people were really wearing. Like, it's more of like the realistic version of like hyper fashion. Like, uh-huh. like they're definitely wearing the stuff that was like a little bit more involved. Like, you think it's exaggerated? Um, I think they were no, just like, no, it's not. It's not. I don't know. It's hard because, you know, I, we were in high school. We were like in, in the adult world at that time. We graduated college. I graduated in 2008. Uh, yeah. So, like, I don't know what kids at school were wearing. You graduated college in 2008. Yeah. yeah. I was like wearing my fucking faux Alexander McQueen skull scarf. <sighs> Why did we all wear those necessary <laughs> <From> necessary clothing? <laughs> clothing. <laughs> necessary clothing. Sheer polyester. You know, I must have worn a, a gray deep V and that fucking purple striped hoodie that Colin was wearing. Oh, my God. Like every night to go out. Um, all we wore was American apparel. We went to American apparel on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Got whatever deep V color we felt like wearing (laughs) and then go to like lit lounge. I know we used to like go and buy T-shirts like these deep, the ultra deep V. Yeah, it was so deep. This V. Oh, yeah. Like went into your you like tucked it into your belt. It wasn't cute. (laughs) No, it was awful. It wasn't like sexy. It was like when I had big boobies, too. Oh, so like I had I was like trying to figure out like what to do with these boobies. We were like, do I leave them in? Do I take them out? It's like the part yeah, in one, Clueless in when out. Ty doesn't know yeah. what to do with that shirt and she tied yeah, around her waist. <laughs> do you throw them over your shoulder? Yeah. Do your boobs hang low? Do they yeah, wobble to the throat? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I, but I also remember that in 2009, like we partied so much. Yes. Like this movie like reminded me of like how hard we went. Yeah. It's like of uh, that scene with like the rock stars at the end. Yes. The rock I was stars. Like, Damn, we like fucking two thousand. We went out like all the fucking I know. time, and it was like dirty hipster time. Yeah, so it we was were, like misshapes time. It was like um, MGMT. Mm-hmm. What else was around at that time? There was like so oh my god, many it was like places that sweet sweet disposition. I feel like that's a little bit later, actually. That might be like two thousand twelve. Yeah. Wait, do you know what Temper I wrote down? Trap? I wrote down 2009 is Cobra Starship. Oh, Cobra Starship. Mm -hmm. Those are like sort of lost years for me. I was like working retail hardcore in Soho. And just like those days just blurred into one another. Totally. Like I literally, I don't even know what happened. I like, we would would work and then we'd go out. And it was just like a cycle, a machine. Yeah. And like, you don't have time to think. I like don't even remember if I ate. I don't know why. (laughs) I know I was like. I can't remember my early 20s and not because I was like that drunk or anything, but like I just was hustling. I don't know. Like what my my brain felt like mushy as fuck. I wonder if it has to do with (laughs) the fact that like we graduated in 2008 when there was a huge recession and we were just hustling for cash. Yeah, totally. In the city. Yeah. I mean, I was PAing and we were all just wearing like 
really cheap blazers of extremely flammable clothing extremely unnecessary flammable clothes yeah (laughs) we would wear like the deep v and like really tight like like skinny jeans or leggings or something awful so awful and then it was like when jeans were really like big oh yeah it was like seven jeans true religion religion, rock and republic Uh, wait, remember, what was the one that Justin Timberlake's brand? William Rast. R.I.P. Can you believe that everybody had a jean line? God, like, you know how everyone worst. does a skincare line now? Oh, yeah, sorry. With everyone jeans. did jeans back then. I was, like, hardcore, and I liked diesel jeans. Oh. Because I'm German. Are you fancy <laughs> German so woman? Fancy. You are like you, fashion. You are not. You're not German. I'm not. Um, but for some reason, whenever you see, and I wonder if it's just because you lived in Austria, anytime you see something, like, vaguely German, you're like, that's me. Oh, yeah. I'm, like... <laughs> I'm so Euro trash on the inside. It's yeah. like I, I identify deeply with it. Like I love, I love like corny house music. Oh, who doesn't though? Doesn't it feel great? I don't know if you guys are familiar with the place in Vienna. It's in like basically it's I guess downtown is the first district. And there is a full blown amusement park down there called Prater. And I used to go there like every year for my birthday because it was so fun. And they like would have all these rides and the rides would play like bumping techno so loud. Like, like the whole another time. not another, another dream, dream but I'm away with you. And then they'll be like, Willkommen, Alena. <laughs> but they'd be like, it's her boss dog. Another It's like the best. No, that is the best. Yeah, it was so fun. Does Prater mean anything or is it just like the na- a proper I name? Even, like, thought of it or looked it up like does it mean like place where children are murdered <laughs> place where children scream with joy <laughs> but also sort of terrifying <laughs> it's one word that thing where you feel scared but also joyful <laughs> <Pardon. Yeah. laughs> do you know what we need to talk about mm. that we went to that haunted attraction again that we oh talked my God. about the, the headless, headless horseman. horseman that we can't describe so we get there and we're like always the first in line, mm-hmm. which sucks because if you're the first in line, it means all of the scaries are going to come at you. But then you know what I realized? They don't come after the first one. They kind of wait for like the third and fourth one. That's true. They like kind of uh, they stagger they just let you. They they acknowledge you, but yeah. then they let you pass. They do. And then they go to like the people in the middle. That are like hiding. But still, you are the ones that like are going in first. Like oh that's scary. Oh my God. Going in first is so scary. It, it's We're always first. I don't know if it's just like we're punctual. I but guess. Like, <laughs> but the guy who was running it goes, guess who's coming? He goes, I just got a text that Matthew Greg Rubler is on his way. I thought he really gave up this information very easily, too. He, I was like, like wow, I, you're like really blowing I was, up his I was spot. literally like barely even standing next to him. He was like, hey, wait, come yeah. here. <laughs> he's like, guess what, guys? But he was like, he's a big, I guess, um, MGG, as he was calling him, which I now call Matthew Greg yeah. Rubler MGG. Look out MGK. There's yeah. a new MG he, guy He's in the town. original MG. Yeah. Um, is a huge, like, horror head. Well, horror. which makes wow. sense. Say that ten times fast. Horror. I literally can't. It's impossible. Like, if you're from Massachusetts, you just, like, cannot say the word horror correctly. Horror. Ha- it's a horror show. <laughs> oh, she looked like a horror show. <laughs> Her mascara. Horror. Go to your room. Pick up your babies. Babbies. Bab- go to your room. Ashley. Ashley. Go to your room. We say rum for some rum. Pick- go to your room. Are go- there more Ashleys rum. or Jessicas Go to your room. Uh, go to your room. Wow, I lost it. What'd you say? Are there more Ashleys or Jessicas in Massachusetts? Jessicas. Yeah. That's just a guess. Okay. 
<laughs> Jessica Gessica is a new Amelia Medelia. Yes, Jessica Gessica. <laughs> my sister's name is Jessica. And so is my stepsister. <laughs> so many Jessicas. There's another, I think another girl in my high school named Jessica Drew as well. Are you serious? Yes. What class? I think she may have been in my sister's class. No way. I'm not sure. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. So we'll have to ask. Are you related? No. I don't know. Is Drew like a common name? I don't know anything. It feels like it is, but I don't think it is. You would think it's common, but I've only ever seen it sparingly. Mm -hmm. I hope not sporadically. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Um, Isn't Jessica Simpson's mom a Drew? Yeah. Yeah, she is. And, you know. You all have those big old titties. We got those in big common. old Messica Simpson boobs. Yeah. Exactly. I think, yeah, her daughter's middle name is Drew, like after her mom's maiden name. We're probably, I am Jessica Simpson. You also I are Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Barrymores are married into the Drews also. It's an yeah. old family. Yeah. Um, Binius since on the one 1600s. Side. Yeah, one side of my family is like a pilgrim, and then the other side of my family is immigrants. They're like pre pilgrim. <laughs> Yeah, they are. I They're don't like even, the witch. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they were, but Old not New not England. the witch people. But like that time. Yeah. They're like the Sanderson sisters. Yes. Maybe that's why I just like love old ass fucking creepy haunted New England shit. Yeah. I love people from Massachusetts are spooky. You know what? People from New England in general. I mean, I love spooky I, I, shit. I think it's so funny that in Hocus Pocus, when Max in school is like showing any doubt about what Halloween is, like <laughs> he gets bullied. Like by everybody. Oh my god, they read like, him to film. Don't you dare make fun of Halloween. Like yeah. I loved that when I was a kid. It's kind of like the real life Halloween town. Yeah. It's like scoops and scubbles. Like, don't call for my spookies. Yeah, exactly. Actually, the Sanderson sisters <laughs> are real. Actually. <laughs> and he's like, sorry, I embarrassed you. And she's like, you didn't. <laughs> you embarrassed yourself. Yeah. LA boy. They call me Ice. Oh, you mean Ernie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like you feel some sort of like connection to those ladies that were lost oh you mean like the witches uh-huh. i mean of course the the, the whole the injustice thing of it the injustice of the salem witch trials is out unbelievable yeah so it's like how dare you practice gynecology oh the thing but the, <laughs> that's the thing is that for since the dawn of time i mean they've been accusing women of being witches for just ways to control things. Yeah. Like you used to be able to accuse somebody of a wit to be a witch. And if you were pr- like found right, you would get like their property. Yeah. Like obviously as like, ho- it's, I mean, it's the same as like the abortion reward. thing. If you catch someone getting an abortion, you turn them in, you get 10 grand. It's a bounty. That's crazy. A bounty system is not uh, like, come on. We need class solidarity people. Jesus fucking Christ. You know, <laughs> anyway, MGG. Yes. So apparently he like comes and stays in Woodstock yes. and goes to this thing to every the Headless horseman, horseman every yes. year. Yes. So the whole time I just kept thinking I was going to see him. Oh yeah. So, um, <laughs> but so we didn't. The, the guy who told us was like, "Do you guys know? Uh, are you fans of Criminal Minds?" And we were like, "Yes." yes. Oh, and yes. so Jocelyn and I conferred <laughs> after, and we both we there's like several things that we called different stuff just yes. out of like. I don't even know. Just saying things weird. Like, and eventually things take on new names. Right. Like it'll be like if we have like the theme song, we'll sing like fake lyrics to it. And then like the name of the show becomes something else. Like, yeah. For example, we would watch um, Succession. I almost couldn't remember the name of the yeah. show. And because of the video of the guy singing the theme song that he made up, which is um, 
all of these white folks are going to argue and whoever is the best is going to get a kiss from daddy so I, we call the show kiss from daddy going to get a kiss from daddy so like i gotta watch there's a new episode of kiss from daddy yeah so we don't call criminal minds criminal no. minds we call it chewy jump cheeps chewy jump cheeps he goes he goes do you guys watch Criminal Minds? And we were like with some of our friends. So we were like, yes. But like, I wanted to be like, oh, you mean Jubi oh, Jubi Jump Jeeps? <laughs> oh, Jubi Jump Jeeps? And so the whole time I was like screaming Jubi Jump. And then afterwards I was like, did you? And she goes, Jubi Jump Jeeps. I was like, yes. Can you please? In my head. Can you explain what Jubi Jump Jeeps so is? So uh, for all you guys that watch the Criminal Minds, it literally just goes Jubi Jump Jeeps, Jubi Jump Jeeps, Jubi Jump Jeeps. But Jubi Jump Jeeps is like, Aren't my nickname? Oh, it's just um. So uh, I guess like it, my version of scatting that I do. I'll, you know, people with ADHD just like have a lot of like verbal outbursts. I guess not verbal. Yes. I just have a lot of like repetitive behavior. Yeah, and like a lot of time I'll like scat kind of like yes. just out of needing to sing something. Yeah, and if I don't know the words to something or I don't feel like singing the words, I'll just replace it with like jupy words which is like one of my nicknames she one of elena's <laughs> nicknames for me is jupy which is a derivative of juicy which was one of my childhood nicknames yeah so everything just becomes jupy jobs so like um, if i'm gonna sing like like so like songs will yes. just become that what's love got to do with it yes. i understood exactly because who can remember all the lyrics we jupy jobs all nice over the place <laughs> So we got Juby Job Jeeps out of it. Wait, what's another one that we have a fake name for that's like based on the themes? Oh, well, Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones, but yeah. not the way that you think. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. So like, it's like that. I feel like we've been having a bit of like a dry spell with streaming services lately. Mm-hmm. For those of you um, who get our newsletter, and if you do get our newsletter, thank you for getting her newsletter. Yeah. We try and make it interesting because we know sales emails are like so annoying. But at the same time, I personally love them because I forget what stores exist. Yeah. And then I literally get reminded. And I'm like, hmm, Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. I remember that place. <laughs> but um, we try and make it interesting. Elena does like a recap of everything we watched every week. And they're like really cute, funny little reviews. So yeah. if you're not sent for our newsletter, she sends those. And then she also sends out this new one called Have You Seen This Yet? Which is the stupid stuff that we send each other all week. <laughs> so if you just like stuff that yeah, gives you like a, a giggle. Stuff. Or we, it could be something interesting or like, right. yeah, like an about, article. It's about space, guys. It's always about space. It's usually space. But we had like such a dry spell for streaming stuff. Yeah. We I legit f- were like looking for something for like two hours. Guys, and we were, like, I was should we just researching. Go to bed? I know. Oh. I've been like getting a good night's sleep. And that when you watch something good, it's like so exciting. I know. We watched... Did we watch anything good recently? Okay, um, wait. If, I, if we did, I emailed about it. Do you want to know what <laughs> we watched that was a disappointment? Oh, my God. Like, and I was just talking to some people online, too, about it, which was um The Patient with Steve Carell and um, what's his Donald. Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason. Um, who actually did a very good American accent, I have to say. Donald Gleason has never played bad. I, this is the thing that saved the show is that the acting is meticulous. Yeah, which is like why you kind of keep watching it because you're like, where is this going to go? It's giving, I've heard it described on My Favorite Murder as a two man play, yeah. and it is giving very two man play. Very Beckett. Yeah, it is. But I have to say, it was a, like a lot, and we watched it like serially, like after each like every week, week, and it was like painful. And I don't want to give away any spoilers, but like it just did not pay off for me it, personally. I mean, it was the whole time we were watching it. We got maybe up until like episode three or four. I was like, is something gonna 
fucking happen? Yeah. Like, what is the point of this? It's very like their internal struggles are what's played out and nothing really I'll tell you, like, happens. If I paid to go see that in a play format and I was like in a theater Ugh. for three hours watching that story, I would lose my mind. Right. It's a lot. It's so, I mean, well, I first don't really and foremost, like love, sitting is hard. It, it, the thing about it too is like, it feels like it's trying to convey some sort of deep message because of like what happens in the end. Right. And because it's so unsatisfying that yeah. like you have to like look for meaning in it. Yeah. But there's nothing there. And like whatever is there is kind of like not cool to me. Yeah, I get what you mean. Because like, there is like a lot of like references to the Holocaust and like right. the, like the Steve Carell's character is Jewish. Yeah. And um, a lot of like his strife has to do with his relationship with his son who became more orthodox when he married his wife. Right. And it was like a like a, you know, butting of heads between the parents and him. Right. So he was that was like his inner conflict when he was like in this prison. Mm -hmm. And so he had all these like flashbacks of, I guess, his ancestors like in the Holocaust. It was like extremely graphic and like it was disturbing, violent, you know. And I, you know, like he's imagining himself there. Right. Right. He's like putting himself in the place of his ancestors. And then like the way that it ended felt like disrespectful a little bit maybe well, yeah it was it's like not for a, me to say but i was like what what are you implying here it was just like kind of like a victimization of like jewish people that he was having the flashbacks to which we understand uh-huh. like he was having like these ancestral like epigenetic Tr- yeah. triggered yeah. like pt complex ptsd yeah. you know whatever and then because to talk about what happens kind of gives away the ending but it's sort of just like there's this part of you that's like Exactly. Like, get up and fight. Like, fuck this and guy. And they imply, they imply it constantly. Right. Like, it's he's like, going to fight. It's showing that he, like, you know, he's toiling with his inner like feeling pacifist. Like a, this, yeah. Like, I'm a, exactly. That's like, I, am I going to get myself out of this or am I just going to, like, lay down and let it happen yes, to me? Kind of it's thing. very, not that, and not that, like, we're victim blaming. No, no, no. It's like, this is That's, the point of the show. Right. That's the point yeah, that I'm making. It explores like, these, these are the things ideas. that it explores. And I'm just like, it doesn't feel. <laughs> satisfying yes. at all and i have to say like i was just uh, obviously this guy is a father and he goes missing that's the plot of the show is he's yeah. take, been taken by this guy and just like the grief from the children because they'd already lost their mother was kind of triggering for me yeah. because they were such good actors and i was like nope yeah i can't i can't handle like, it was this like right a now heavy ass show it was and, like i kind of went into it thinking it'd be more of like a thriller type of thing yeah and like there were moments like i had, I watched the whole thing so obviously i i wasn't like because i wanted to see what happened right like, solely for that reason right. like i didn't like it right I, I do think that there were redeeming moments with how good the performances were mm-hmm. but other than that i didn't really need it no i didn't i don't think that i got and took anything from it that made me i don't know if i took anything from it that no, like, i didn't already get yeah i don't know i was like seriously it was my reaction to the ending yeah and you yeah it was just an unsatisfying one with great with a lot of great you know sometimes you have really good ingredients but the cake doesn't come out quite right would you look at that would you look at that way mm. and uh, just the flavors were there just to like but it's underbaked exactly and just to like sort of like you know transition into something that has like a lot of ingredients mm. i think we should go into jennifer's body okay all right, let me lot, get my let me get me notes. Lot of ingredients. You know, do you guys ever struggle with like how you're going to take notes? Because like, yes, that's been my strife for my whole life. I think like yeah. all through school is like, how am I going to take notes? Oh, is it going to be this paper? That. Is it going to be this pen? Is it going to be on this angle? Is it going to be on my phone? Right. Am I going to do it organized, neat, right? messy? God, 
I, I did this, it on my phone this time. I had Let's this see how teacher that goes. in a science class in high school whose whole class she taught as notes. I like that. It was great. Like, it, how do you mean? Like, she just so told you what to write whole, down? Like, her whole lesson plans were, like, based on these elaborate, really well-organized notes that she's taken that she then writes down on the board and we copy down. Wow. And it's like she's taken the book and, like, like TLDR'd it for us. Oh, cool. And, like, taught us how to do that. And wow. I've, like, what, used what, what, what stuff. Teach? Um, was it environmental sciences? Huh. I forget. Was it? Guys, what uh, Marlboro High? What, who am I talking about? <laughs> what was her name? Guys, what's wrong with me? Oh my god, I, I really like her everyone. too. But yeah, she just taught us, how, and like that was like very helpful for me because I'm like somebody where I'll want to change in the middle, and then it doesn't yeah. go, so then I hate it, uh-huh. and I get it's just a nightmare. Oh, that's like a great call, right? Yeah. Anyway, Should we Jennifer's, Jennifer's body. body. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's it came out in 2009, and, and just boy be- did it. And just because I have to, because I do use. Rotten Tomatoes as a reference a lot. I love mm-hmm. to see like what it got. And this had a 45% and I don't think that that's right. I think that that's low as hell. Yeah. I mean, I think it's low. This is, I'm sorry, but I, like, it's so hard. Like, I don't get what Rotten Tomato ratings are. Like, I get what they yeah. are. It's like a blend of what the audience and what critics say. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's so hard to gauge a movie by just one number. No. And like, as like, you know, and as we've said before, there's movies that are some of my favorite movies that live in the sweet spot, which yeah. is like literally in the 10s and 20s. Right. But the 45 to me indicates there it's like a half and half. It's like it's either here nor there. Like, yeah. Like, it's just like, like it was fine. Like that's, <laughs> this movie is so not that. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely part of the zeitgeist. I guess, like, you could end up with a 45% if you, people, some people hated it and some people absolutely loved right. it, which makes sense. Well, I mean, okay, just it's to, like, polarizing. start things off, I do think Diablo Cody is a polarizing character, like, yes. writer. Yes, Like, for, I don't, I'm not really a fan of hers. Yeah. I have to say. No, I get that. And, like, this movie, when it came, I saw it when it came out, and then it, just again now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've only seen it this these two times. Yeah. Oh, wow, good. Okay. And it was, like, when Megan Fox was, like, really new and fresh and oh, like yeah. people were like dying over her for like, sure it, like the culture around this movie was so different than it is now yeah like it was literally promoted as like watch megan fox be hot oh which, for an hour and a half which now she comes out as like it was so traumatizing for <laughs> I, her. yeah but like that's yeah i mean i don't think it's diablo cody's fault i think it was like no like the marketing yeah team. it's like the produ- whatever but at the, the money same time we'll want. go back to this like yeah. i don't it's not a perfect movie for me like i if, no. i would love to remake it completely yes like the ingredients are there exactly but the bake is not right for me it was interesting to rewatch it because i this would probably be i don't know maybe my fifth or sixth time watching mm-hmm. it i've just like watched it a handful of times over the years because i just i love it uh-huh. um i think it's it's fun for the camp effect of yes it, yeah. and i think in 2009 the writing like diablo cody it actually like was super progressive to see a talk about it passes the Bechdel test like it it's all girls running writing it it's directed by Karen Kusama who's yeah. a woman obviously written she did, by Diablo she did Cody, the pilot of Yellow Jackets oh cool yeah amazing so like and then you know the girl being like the bad the villain I like I don't know I kind of liked all of it I think I get on the surface yeah like all it's it it has all the markings of like a feminist like yes. anthem but it's like kind of like the girl boss of it all like hashtag girl boss it's like when you actually 
inspect it and like put a closer microscope on it you're like wait a second this is actually like really flawed and there's definitely like uh, some things that are said that in here where you're like white feminism oh yeah this shit would be canceled immediately (laughs) if it came out now um yeah stuff that like she wrote like she'd be done definitely and And it's so dated too so it's like not even worth it you know i know and I read that like she basically like the her thesis. So whenever we do these things, I always end up with like a thesis statement. I mean, yeah, that I'm working on. That's like the point of this, right? Right. So like I'll just tell you like well, mine is up the top. Yeah. What I kind Your of abstract my abstract up the top. Uh-huh. So basically I read that Diablo. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but the point of this movie is exploring complex like female relationships and really friendships. That and, was the point of it. Wait. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> I know. Okay. And also it was there was like a female empowerment element as well. <clears throat> and so it's okay. funny because well my sort of my <sighs> thesis is you can look at this from two ways. It's giving like the whole thing is like Jennifer Check is the ultimate pick me girl, right? She's a pick me. Yes and no to me. Okay, well like Let's just say for all intents and purposes, the whole Diablo Cody-ness is very pick Diablo Cody is a pick me. Okay, so let's just say that's the lens, right? Right. But what if it's meta? It shows the evils of being a pick me within this female friendship. It cancels itself out. Okay, well, you know what? With the character of needy. Let's. Because like you could make that argument. It's not self-aware. Right. That's my question. Is, like is it meta or is it's it self-aware? It's a pick me movie that with pick me characters. Right. But it does it does show that the pick me, the most pick meest character is the most evil one. I don't know. Let's, like that's terrible. I know. Let's you know what? Let's get into okay, it yeah, and we'll watch it. it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try and make my point as we go through because I was watching it at first and I was just like, Jennifer's so mean to needy. And like I was like, she's actually not her friend at all. Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, this is very interesting. Like, it shows that, like, I don't know. There was, like, a whole nother way this could have gone down. Like, if it had never been, like, the competition between the two but, of yeah, them. Yeah. They could have worked together to, like, vanquish I mean, that's evil the thing. men. I, like, w- I wish that it took... A different app. I wish right. it, took a, like, it had a this, different plot. It could have like, been a totally different, more amazing feminist empowering I just don't, movie. Yeah, I don't like the choices that Diablo Cody made. I don't like. I don't like her writing. I think it's like extremely pedantic and like trite. And like I, I it's always been like so try hard to me. Yeah. And I didn't like it when it came out that much. Like I like the campiness of it. Like it's yeah. a fun, scary movie. But like to, like I said, to put it under a bigger lens, you're just like I don't. It's not like serving what it thinks it's serving i totally i completely <laughs> agree all right wait so let's just get it let's just that get right into said, it yes amanda seyfried forever oh i mean and also um Me- i love megan fox. yeah but like megan fox isn't in mama mia too yeah one. and the, no she isn't and that she's our sophie exactly <laughs> she's also in mean girls yeah and she's also just like so good and she's like our age and she just got an emmy that's so i love it when people our age are like doing their shit still like britney snow the fact that that bitch is still working. I know. She's I love solid. That. Yeah. And why was she just an ex? That yeah. movie. She, she's so good. Um, okay. So we come in on Jennifer's body. Mm-hmm. Jennifer is sick in bed, picking on scabs. It's like so like graphic and gross. Yeah. Like you're just like, oh, okay. This movie is like going to make me feel uncomfy. I like that part of it. Me I too. like the level of gore in it and stuff. Perfect level of gore. Mm-hmm. Perfectly campy. Really. It's got a good tone. Yeah. So they show us Devil's Kettle where they live. And I just wanted to note too that they're from they're the Devil's Kettle Devils. Oh my God. (laughs) 
And one other thing I did want to mention is the first line we hear is hell is a teenage girl. Yeah. I don't. I hate that line. <laughs> like immediately I'm like, oh, you know? Yeah. And we see first Needy, um, whose name is Anita, but her nickname is Needy, played by our girl. Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. And she's in some sort of juvie. And we find out she's quite violent. Yeah. She kicks the teeth out of the, the person trying to help her. And so we're like, what the fuck has this bitch been through? It's like an insane asylum, like, prison. Right. And she's like, I was normal until the killings happened. So yeah. we're like, what's the killings? So now we go back, back in time. Mm-hmm. We're in Devil's Kettle. The Devil's Kettle de- Devils. Yeah. <laughs> And so we, we meet Needy and we meet her best friend, Jennifer Check. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because, I mean, it's Megan Fox and she's and not for nothing. But wow, she is so beautiful. I mean, it's it's a f- character in the movie. Yeah. How hot she is. Yeah. Her hotness is like almost like its own character. Yeah. Which you could go get into a whole thing about how like unfair that is. I mean, her. I justice for Megan Fox. Yeah. I think that. It objectifies her so much. Imagine being objectified that hard for your whole life like that. Like, I know there there's pretty privilege, but like mm-hmm. at the same time, it's a double edged sword, you know? Totally. I, I, it sucks. Yeah. I oh, she's talked a lot her. about yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's like. It definitely. It's, uh, but she has some stories that would make us. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine oh. like what people's dads have said to her. Oh, I don't, yeah. I can't. So first we like see them in high school and the language starts immediately. And it's yeah. like, what's up, Monistat? Hey, what's up, Vagisil? <laughs> yeah. Like, th- I, I'm just like, what does Diablo Cody like? Imagine if this is They're what like, she talks I've, like. Yeah. Elena, let's have a like, Diablo. I'm on the rag, so I'm going to go shove a tampon into my fucking pussy face dick full hole. Yeah. This is like <laughs> a Diablo Cody conversation. Hey, sex wife. Do you want to <laughs> eat pussy later and then have some fucking roni pizza, you dick hole? <laughs> Love yeah, ya. but I thought you were on the rag because you're acting like a mega whore cunt rag. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> my hammies are really sore, so I'm going to go rub one out and with a buzz. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what that means. With a chainsaw. With a chainsaw. <laughs> I'm so horny I could masturbate with a chainsaw. <laughs> like, that's the kind of shit yeah. she says. So you're literally just like, we get it. It's so pick me. Yeah. And here's the thing about the context, though. We were not able to see or understand what that meant. Like... The pick me of that, like the pick me of like the Garden State, Natalie Portman I have to tell you, character. I have, I have never been fooled by this stuff. Like, I love that. I didn't like this shit when it came out. I, didn't, I hated Garden State when it came out. I couldn't believe it. Great. I think that's really good. I just need to put it out there. No, in a way, though, because you don't you didn't like have that compet lens, I think. Yeah. And I've been right this whole time. Yeah, you're right. I've you, been right about Kanye. <laughs> oh. I've been right about literally everyone. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. You you really do be seeing through and not for nothing. I've never liked Kanye West either. So just wanted to go on record and say that never, never bought one single album. Mm-hmm. Anything that's happened to me about Kanye West has been against my will. Yeah. <laughs> so that's on that. So back to like, yeah, like that character from like Garden State or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it was the first time we had ever seen char- like women characters portraying something remotely different than the tropes that we had already seen. So sure. in a way. It at the time was portrayed, not portrayed, but like internalized or like received as feminist or different or let me finish finish, as perceived as like those things because you were like, well, it's not this. So this must be more 
you can own yourself more when you have you have more agency here. And then you realize, of course, you're doing it with the lens of the male gaze. And that's kind of what the pygmy is. But it was the first step. It was like our first step into understanding what it was this, to yeah, like, have that. I guess there are stages of shedding oneself of the male gaze. And like right. this stage to me is very much like, hey, look, we're not actually like this. We're like this. We say shit and we say fuck and we say really crude things just like you guys. You can say cunt to us like we yeah. don't care. And it's like, no, stop talking to him. Just yeah. exist for yourself. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> At first it became I can be just like one of the guys. Yeah. And then it was, wait a minute. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm going to go do my own thing. So that's really like, what I don't it was. care what you guys think. Yeah. It, that's but that's like a, such a I think you put your finger on it perfectly. It's yeah. like, what was it when we started being like talk like a man and spit like a man? And mm. it's like some people genuinely whatever like a man, whatever the fuck that means. You know what I mean? Some people that's genuinely what they want to do. Mm. But like then it made it so like, OK, well, now in order to be a cool girl, you have to be like a guy. And then yeah. that makes you then be something that you don't want to be either. Yeah. So like. It was our first step in finding our authentic selves. Sure. Because it was showing us another version of what women could be. Wait, it's like a version of speaking up. Exactly. Yeah. It's the first part cry for help. It was the first cry for help. <laughs> so Jennifer's like, I want to go to see this band I saw on MySpace. They're called Low Shoulder. Ugh, Goodbye. It is such. Oh, and MySpace. Needy, and Needy's like, I don't want to go. And she's like. So and then she's, she's like, like final go, you know, yeah. probably faggot. We in- yeah, they f word a lot in yeah. here. Um, and instantly we can tell that this is a totally imbalanced friendship. Like, mm-hmm. like Megan Fox's character is definitely you know taking advantage of needy's niceness it's like you know the classic one of my notes is like did everyone have a friend like this or just neurodivergent people yes when it's, <laughs> like, just, it's like, just like a mean friend that kind of takes advantage of you yes. and you're like this is a friend right <laughs> they plan things and we go yeah and they make me go yeah and then they shove me into the wall right oh my god she's very physical with her yeah. too she's like come on she treats her like an accessory you know what jennifer check objectified needy Jennifer Check is a guy is is a guy character. Almost. Yes. Because I have in my notes. I don't think that the archetype of Jennifer is real. It's not a real person. It's not like I have never, ever in my life met a girl like this. Like, sure. Like I make the joke like sure. I had friends like this. They weren't like that. So we also find out that she has a boyfriend named Chip. Needy has a boyfriend named Chip. And it's like Chip. that classic high school boyfriend guy yes. in movies. And he's like, oh, do with you his like haircut. Me? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, I can't think of like a less attractive guy than Chip. I was like so grossed out by him. Not like even just physically, just like his vibe his was vibe, just everything very about him was low like, status. I got condoms. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and like, then when he was like, am I too big? I like had to leave. The no, room. I know. We'll, we'll get to that part. So she's getting ready now to go see low shoulder. And then Chip is like, your pants are so low. I can see your womb. And I was like, watch I know. your fucking mouth, Chip. I can't. Oh, and the funniest thing is um, this is like one of my favorite lines from the movie. And uh-huh. because of this, we had Thai food for dinner last night because I couldn't get it out of my head. But it's it smells like Thai food in here. Yeah. Have you two been fucking um, like who the fuck what, talks like it's that? It's so ridiculous. What was the thing about the ham store? Oh, her mom works at the ham store. Like, what the fuck is that? Needy's mom, played by the fantabulous Amy Sedaris, works she's at like the ham store. She's, like, unrecognizable. I was like, she's using her real voice. Yeah. And I've never heard face. it before. I've literally never seen her real face. Because she's always, like, she's always like holding I'm it weird. Jerry Blank. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, like, see, when she says things like, I'm as moist as a snack cake down there. Yeah. All mildewy. Like that. It works. Works for me. Yeah. <laughs> it just works. That's more poetic. Because it's she's like. painting a picture. Because it's like men being like, ooh, wet. Ooh, this. And she's like, yeah, yeah like, like a basement. Words. Like when she makes it gross. Yeah. When, it's like the character of Jerry Blank is showing you how dumb and gross it is. Yes. And like you're making fun of it. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, me too. That's I, and I, I Strangers also, with Candy would oh actually be like an episode yeah. would be a good campfire. Comment below. Let me know. Um, I also love how Amanda Seyfried is considered not hot because she like has glasses. Oh, my God. That was something else. She was like, if your friend was as hot as, as Jennifer Check. And I was literally like, are you Excuse not seeing me? yourself as well? They're both so beautiful. I mean, her glasses, the choice of glasses was so funny. I know. Because um, they look like she's like a, a some sort of like psychoanalyst from <laughs> <yeah>. Germany <laughs> or some sort of like old bookstore owner. <laughs> but yeah, like Amanda the ni- Seyfried what's the name like, of that bookstore movie book, old book with um, Johnny Depp, the ninth, the ninth gate. gate. Yeah, that's all. Oh Just had to confirm. <laughs> so Chip is like so jealous that they're going to this concert and the whole time Megan Fox's character whose name is Jennifer I don't know why I have to keep saying Megan Fox. I know my, character. all my notes are Megan say Megan and Amanda Megan Megan Fox I refuse to <laughs> use their movie names so she's like you're jello you're like lime green jello you're so jello I'm like we get the jello line we get it it means jealous and like how well, like the 2003 like Chrysler C like all these oh jokes I'm just like can you guys wait so there like, was no cars too okay we know ironic cars I remember when it was time for me to get a car which is like 2002, 2002. Yeah. My dad was like, I'll find you like a nice, good used car. And like one of the options that came up was like, I think a Chrysler Sebring or something. No fucking way. And it ended up like not working out. But like, I was like, imagine if you got a convertible. But it was like that red so color, funny. you know, that like disgusting dark red. dark red of the 90s. Oh, I was like, absolutely not. Right. Couldn't do it. The Ford Taurus red. Instead, I got a Dodge Neon that was like a tomato red that had definitely been submerged in water before I got it. <laughs> Did it have like a whole different life form? Down it, there? Whenever it rained, the back seat had a pool in it. It was like do 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 do. It was. I should have named it Sebastian. Yeah. Honestly, under the sea. Under the sea. I, except I named it Cecilia Amelie. Cecilia Layla. Yeah, which means like poop in Chinese. I think so. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so I wrote the Thai food line was so revolutionary. Revolutionary. Um, the first thing I wrote, so they get to like this like seedy little like dive bar to go see this band Low Shoulder from the uh-huh. city. And uh-huh. I don't even know where, where even is Devil's Kettle? They don't say really. What is it, like Missouri? I, no one, they don't even say. They no don't. one, no one knows. But the first thing I wrote is Jennifer Check is very horny because she literally comes to place and she's like, everyone, I'm not even not- a backdoor virgin anymore. And we find out she's sleeping with yeah. the, a cop who's an adult. Chris Pratt. So that's like not right because she's in high school. Chris Pratt. Yeah. And I'm just like, Chris, go get out of here. It's just like the I can't like the writing of all of it is just like, ugh, like no one like I can't. Like, are you tampooning yourself up there? Come down. Like, when are you going to let me fuck you again? Like that type of shit. I'm like, I'm like okay. no, my God. Yeah, it is a lot. And then I wrote that the bar is kind of like a parody. It's, it's 2009, right? It's like eight years post 9-11. Yes. And they had this like 9-11 shot. And they make a bunch of 911 jokes. Oh my god, she's like, let's get a 9 let's get the twin towers shots. Yeah, it's like the the first tower is not that full or something. And I was like, can we please? And it was just like I felt like it was just like Diablo Cody's like attempt at parodying like that like kind of America. 
Yeah. And it just got so much worse, didn't it? Oh, yeah, it did. It, I, it was like so tepid compared to like how things got. <laughs> I, right. Literally, for some reason, it was like she got the shooters. She's they're like these red, white and blue sh- shot glasses called the Twin Towers or something. And she was mm-hmm. like, mm, the left tower is not filled up enough. And I was like, this seems tasteless. Yeah. And, and I, like, I can take a fucking joke, but you got to earn it. Like a lot of her, a lot of this movie <laughs> feels like a bunch of like jokes that Diablo Cody wrote down and like decided to weave into a plot. That says, yes, yes. I wrote too that she, Diablo Cody is a pick me. These jokes are for guys who end up watching this movie. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So wait, Needy overhears the band who is mm-hmm. um, Adam Brody. Yeah. Who was like the millennial nerd crush that everyone had right not me not me no no it's not, not for no me. Was, i didn't get that one it's not for me it's not my type no um but they've got a lot of eyeliner on and they're like lots of eyeliner. they're like we're gonna go after jennifer like the hot one and they're yeah. like they're like the hot one by the way yeah well you're in the movie world it's ridiculous it, she's definitely a virgin like blah 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 and and needy's like she is a virgin meanwhile like it, of all the girls in this place you're gonna pick that one i know to be I, the like, virgin? I don't think it's gonna be that Over, one like needy's right in front of you right Exactly. <laughs> With her little glasses. Because their their whole thing was like that girls like that actually don't put out. Oh, yeah, it, she's you like know, just shit. a bunch of misogyny. Yeah. So like everyone, they everyone is inadvertently confirming to these guys that she is a vir- virgin, mm-hmm. even though she isn't. So you're instantly like, what are these guys up to? You know, virgin like, we, sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like that devil's kettle. It's the foreshadowing the, is here. I, I guess the, like the cool thing about that, though, was that. The devil sacrifice and like the non-devil sacrifice option, it's still the same conversation and extremely predatory. Correct. There's no difference in the yeah. the language used up into leading to it. Exactly. Which is pretty gross. Right. That's true. <laughs> and then the band starts to sing and their live performance sounds just like a studio album. Would you look at that? And then like later on in the, the movie trees. When, those, when they <laughs> sing something else. Yes. It's like so bad. Yeah. It's so, f- it's so oh, 2009. Like, I got your numb. They sing oh, that. Eight, six, and like, seven, y'all can't five. sing. Well, that's why they have to sacrifice someone to the devil to get and do their studio recording. Yeah. Exactly. So they start playing their song and then for absolutely no reason at all, the bar bursts into flames. And is that, that just happens by chance? I think it happens because they're like summoning the devil. Right. With okay. their use. They have devilish intentions. Right. What? Um, mm-hmm. Needy gets Jennifer Check, who's like swooning over these guys. And then Needy like looks at her and like there's so many times where Needy looks at Jennifer and I'm like, Needy, is Needy in love with her? Right. You do there is that thing. Which there. I don't like that storyline. It's yeah. like it's so fucking played out. It's dated. It's like right. doesn't work. It's so weird because this movie does play play both ways, where it's like no, actually, Needy really does love her boyfriend, Chip, and they're actually really close. Yeah. But she also really is obsessed and in love with her best friend, Jennifer. It doesn't satisfy either, either thing. way. Yeah. Right. I'd like, let's make, okay, which one? Right. Like, or neither. But just like, let me know. Yeah. Like, just let me, send me an email and let me know. But like, again, that whole sexual tension between Needy and Megan, <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. Is like... For a show. It's, it's like so me. it's so male, pick me. Male gaze, for sure. Like that makeout scene is like not for anything. It, 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 they're like, what are we doing? It serves nothing. No, it does serve nothing. It's just shock value. Like you're not fucking cruel intentions, girl. Yeah. Who is? 
So, yeah, she pulls them out and Jennifer is like, I'm going in the van with these guys from the band. They want us to get out of here because like literally the whole place is in, in flames. Like people are dying. It's yeah, crazy. It's, like it's insane. And so Jennifer just like gets in the van and goes off with the with low shoulder. Yeah. And then Needy goes home and she's like on the phone with her boyfriend. Like, I have no idea where Jenna is. Like, what the yeah, fuck like is she happening? Went, she was like left in like a creepy van. So she just like hears a knock at the door and like Jennifer like goes in the house and she's like fucking weird. And she tries to eat a rotisserie chicken from the fridge and like Molly. Yeah. (laughs) And throws up a bunch of black spiky stuff and then leaves. And then everyone's like, what's what's going on? Yeah. Everyone's like Jennifer's body. Has it already like alluded to the fact that there is some sort of like physical bond between them? No, there is a flashback scene. Where they're little girls uh-huh. and Jennifer's like, mm-hmm. here, you play with the ugly doll. And Needy's like, do I do I have to be ugly, Ashley? And then Jennifer like pricks her finger with uh-huh. like a thumbtack and Needy like sucks the finger, like gives it like a kiss. Right. And so like later throughout the movie, we find out that Needy feels like a physical connection, almost like akin to a Harry Potter and a Voldemort connection. Yeah. So like whenever like um, Jennifer's doing something, she can feel it. And I was like, I bet that's why they showed us the blood sucking scene, because they're like connected in some mm-hmm. way by blood. I don't fucking know, you guys. These are the things that my brain makes up. I, yeah. I was like, why else would they show me that? Like it, this movie literally just feels like a revenge fantasy of Diablo Cody's like the hot girl in her high school maybe <laughs> you know what i mean i mean people it's like people it's, are people <laughs> it's almost like look at this slut right oh told you guys told you guys she was a demon she's a man-eating eating whore <laughs> right listen yeah. to the smart girls right that's like what this movie feels like to me i i, I hear you i and get like, that it kind of like proves that by being from needy's point of view yes that's true like i wish this movie was from jennifer's point of view Oh, interesting. A, I think it's a more interesting story. Yeah, because we I wanted them to humanize her more a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's the, my point. Is like she's such a caricature that doesn't exist, and it's like a, a like a parody of a woman, right? And it's not like she was necessarily a humane person before she was turned into a demon. Uh, she was always kind of demonic. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like mm. positing that women that are beautiful. Or considered beautiful by are whatever evil. standard are evil or inherently evil. Yeah, that's and, fucked like, up. Like it has no empathy for like that anybody. Kind of per- yeah, for anybody. It's 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 misogyny. It, I, yes, I hear, uh, banana. Trust me, I got you. <laughs> oh, you guys, I call Lena banana. <laughs> I don't think like I if, if a woman is like at, behaves the way that Megan Fox does, it's like yeah. in this movie. Yeah, it's not for nothing. Right. Like what has happened to her? Right. Who has done this to her? Right. You know what I mean? She's a victim. She's not inherently evil. Right. It's fucked up. I know, like, as her friend, maybe, like, should we go find a witch that can help you? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is your first thing to be like, don't eat my boyfriend? Like, why is she team boyfriend? Right. What, like, what kind of ride or die are you? I, I love it. These, yeah, these are the important questions. These are good. Anyway. These are good. So, wait, so Jennifer looks like shit the last time we see her. And then mm-hmm. we see her, like, the next day in school. And everyone's like, fucking shell shock yeah. everyone's like oh my god what happened last night so many people are dead mm-hmm. and jennifer check looks gorgeous yeah and she's like i don't give a fuck about what happened like she's so crass about it mm-hmm. yeah it's and then they have like the scene where jk simmons is like the oh, teacher he's the teacher and can we just like be reminded of the glow up that he has done since 2009? Yeah, he's he, like, like a zaddy jacked. now. Yeah, he's he's pulling Maloney. Wouldn't yeah. it be funny to see J.K. Simmons and Maloney do some sort of like brothers, brothers. movie? Ray like, and Ma- Raymond. 
What? Is, that's already that's already yeah. you gotta come up with it. Ray what, and Raymond. Yeah. What's the name of this one though? Uh, zaddies. <laughs> it's called <laughs> two zaddies. It's called zaddies. Yeah. And they what they do is they do taken style things where they just like rescue women from oh, trafficking. I love that. I don't know why I want that to happen. That seems weird. With their butt cheeks. <laughs> Now that's Jennifer's but anyway, body. <laughs> so like to go into my thesis about why I don't like Diablo Cody, there is. So we're introduced to this teacher character and he has this like arm that's a prosthetic arm with like the hook. Right. Hand, and it's used kind of like a prop. It's as, a like prop. a joke. It's like, you're meant comedy. to laugh at it. Yeah. And it's just like, what? It has like, it has no bearing on any plot point. No, he just has a fake arm. A prosthetic just, arm. Yeah. And I'm. Fine. People have prosthetic arms. That's great. Right. It's but the, that's was, the point. Is it was used as it was a, a joke. joke. It was a, like a, the butt of a joke. It was yeah. Like, oh, like my like my fake arm thing. Right. And it was like for like you just it wasn't earned. Like it doesn't make it's any so sense. Tasteless. It is tasteless. I agree. It's I was not. Like, oh, we're making fun of fucking disabled people now. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh well. They the also say the R word so many times. Yeah. I was like, and then they, she puts um T A R D at the end of anything as well. And yeah. you're like, all right, guys. Yeah. Enough. Listen, I don't need everything to be clean and perfect and PC, mm-hmm. but it needs to be for a fucking reason yeah. and it needs to like make sense yeah. or you're just showing your whole ass. Totally. It, it's not earned. Right. Um, I wrote that too. Like it does show at the same time, like how predatory men are. Like mm-hmm. just that whole bar scene was like every guy in here is like a predator. Oh, for sure. Like they literally they walked in like, you look pretty, Jen. When am I going to get yeah. to do this with you, Jennifer? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. She's just like a piece of meat. Yeah. So immediately Needy is like trying to tell her boyfriend Chip something's up. Something's Mm -hmm. wrong with Jen. Something's wrong with this whole thing. And he doesn't believe her. Of course not. Which will be his demise. So (laughs) she'll listen. Believe women. Like I don't. It's so crazy to me, like how we still are not believing women for literally everything. Like my mom and dad will like have instances all the time (laughs) daily where it's like, Mom was right. You should have listened to mom. Like every two seconds, it's like should have done what mom said. Should have listened to her. And I like I think every straight couple like families like that. I have never seen like a male woman like a man woman relationship where it's not like you're the woman was right. Should have listened to her. Right? Yes. Why are we still doing this? I don't know. Well, it's like they're the moms. I'll be right this time. And the moms are the ones that like keep My everyone safe. God, I know. Um. So Jen, Jennifer is she's already hungry. We've got a lot mm-hmm. of grieving children. So is it Jonas? Is that his name or Jonah? What the walking hot topic? Jonas. Yeah. No. Colin. No. Jonas. He's the football player. Oh, Jonas first. Sorry. This is um. I, yeah. What we think is Megan's first victim, but yeah, we find out later it wasn't. Again. Yeah. So she oh, no, yeah. she uh, goes up to this boy and she's just like, oh my god, we should be together. And she takes him into the woods and she eats him. It literally takes her two seconds and to like, pull this guy. Yeah, it was <laughs> extremely easy. And her face like opens up and she's literally mm-hmm. like a demon. And that's like that. extremely fun. I do like that. Very fun, 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 fun for the family. Yeah. So we find out Low Shoulder are now being considered like the heroes of this like national news story about this like place that was on fire uh-huh. and they've rescued all these people. And we know that that's not true. Right. But it looks like their sacrifice has worked because they're very famous now. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the scene where Jennifer's on the phone with Needy and she's like, Needy's like, what the fuck is going on? And Jennifer's like lighting her tongue on fire. Yeah. She's like, I phones. can regenerate. I'm a god. 
Um, I love their flip phones. I know. I wanted them back so badly. Nostalgia for old technology is just. I know. Like, it looks so nice. Like, sometimes. She was like, he was like driving and T9ing at the same time. And I was like, no. Um, to T9 and drive is. See, the thing about millennial, old, old millennials is that T9ing and driving. Uh-huh. This is why we all have ADHD. Oh, yeah. It, it, like, and I don't believe that, you guys. I know that that's not how it works. But, like, it does. It did not help that we had to, like, do so many things. Of this. These techn- the technology did not work. No. I stand by what I say when I say that nothing ever worked as intended. Yeah. Ever. And that's all I'm going to say about that. That's so funny. Uh, I, what I wrote to you about, like, um, the whole low shoulder thing. Mm-hmm. How the press loves to glorify guys for, like, doing literally absolutely nothing like less than nothing like yeah. they didn't do anything i know and they were like superstars from this right and it kind of just shows like how everything is just fake, fake and like a facade and like what we're all seeing is like a collective performance of masculinity yeah and it made me think of like that thing i thought of the other week where it was like you know when you're born you're assigned your gender and i was like what like it's homework like it's homework wow you know wow what about that? That's nice. That, is that an original? Yeah. That's good. I like that. Thanks. That's an original. Um, so, yeah, Jonas was murdered. His mom is really sad. Low shoulder is what they sing at his memorial. They sing through the trees. <laughs> Do you have a um, hard time saying low shoulder? Yeah. yeah. Can you tell? It's just, It feels like lotion and then it goes somewhere else. It's It might be the worst <laughs> band name. It's awful. Um, which is hilarious. And all, we see Jennifer again and she looks bad again. I'm like, she's he got... Looks bad. Yeah. She's got to feed. She got COVID. She got to feed. She looked very COVIDy. She has to feed. For some reason, I wrote low shoulder is giving three percent. What does that mean? Hmm. Low shoulder is giving three. Wait. The, oh, they're giving three percent of the money. <gasps> oh, that's right. To what's it called? To like the, the fire fund or yeah, something? Something so something ridic- so like, ridiculous. Three yeah, percent. So now Colin, who is the emo boy in school, yeah. who has a flirtation with needy. Needy and even though Needy's with Chip, Needy and Colin have like sort of a. She just likes him. They're friends. And I'm, yes. he could probably take that the wrong way. She's not into him at all. Like she's just like thinks he's a good writer. Right. But it, and whatever. Colin they have a closeness, which means anything that Needy likes, Jennifer wants. Right. Yeah. That's what we're starting to realize because Colin asks Jennifer out. And hear me when I say that this little synchronicity moment made me gas. Oh, yeah. He said. Can we go to a midnight showing of Rocky Horror at the Bijou? Yeah. And then I flew away into outer space. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. You're like, uh, what? Both Rocky Horror and the Bijou? Yeah, I Anyways, love that. I just loved it. And she like didn't want to go until Needy goes, oh, but he's such a good writer and I like him. And she goes, you like him? And then she was like, Colin, why don't you come over to my fucking house and watch my Aquamarine DVD, which I did love. <laughs> So I did love that. Wait, here's a question. Jennifer goes after anything needy likes, right? Yes. Is it a competition thing or is it I'm eliminating my competition because I want you to only have me? Both. Right. Okay. I actually think both. Because I have in my notes, I was like, how does someone like needy realistically juggle a friend like Jennifer and a boyfriend? You can't. You can't. Because Jennifer is kind of like a narcissistic personality type right. where she needs to feed all the time. Wow. Cool. I wonder if this is an allegory for narcissism. 
Well, the, I the, I don't like how it ties in with like the beauty standards. And I don't like that how it ties in with like misogyny, but we yeah. have to just there's a lot. Here's the thing about this movie. Overall, I like it. I will watch it again. It's entertaining. Yeah, like it's entertaining. And there's a lot of this really is just because you asked me to break it. Right. If you ask me to <laughs> campfire it, yeah. I will find the things I'm going to be like, let me tell you what I These think about my this. Thoughts. I have thoughts about this for everything that I watch. Right. And this is like I'm just telling you. Yeah. And hindsight's 2020. We're in 2022. We get to look at this through a different like lens. Yeah. And it's really interesting to see how, wh- how far we've come. It is. As a, as such a, a short time. It's short amount of time. Um, so, yeah, she invites him to watch Aquamarine, and I was like, can I come? Um, yeah, that sounds so fun. <laughs> right? And then there's, like, a little interlude where we see Jennifer flirting with Chip, and you're like, why is she always going after Needy's fucking Chip? Because she wants Needy all for herself. And then Chip is like, hey, Needy, we're having a date tonight. I brought condoms. And that's when I died oh again. Oh, my God. Uh, the way he said it, it was just like so. I like, literally wrote, guys are so gross. <laughs> boys are gross. I don't know how to Sorry, explain boys. it. <laughs> I don't know how to explain. the. It just it wasn't even that it was like he was so gross. It was just so real and yeah. embarrassing yeah. like you're always just like no yeah like, he's a baby like you go back it's like you go back to being like yourself at that age and you're just like oh god so uh, cringe like it's uh, just awful um you and, know what else jennifer, yeah. jennifer says she's like i have a bigger dick than colin i'm like right Bitch, like i know i'm sure you do but like and then it made me think about like the whole myth of dick size like mm. This is something to me that, like, guys made up Mm -hmm. because, like, you know, I know for a fact that women do not need size to receive pleasure, sexual pleasure. Mm -hmm. And this is literally just something guys made up. Right. And I don't think it has anything to do with women. Right. And, like, can they shut the fuck up about it? It's so funny because (laughs) here's here's the thing about it is that it does not matter. You don't even right. need a dick, right? Of like, course. If, if guys cared about pleasuring women, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Okay, so here's here's the <laughs> point I'm going to make. It's like because female pleasure is so has been so low on the totem pole. It's, it's not on there, right? Exactly. So like, dick size has become important in the pleasure of women because there's less room for error. <laughs> if you mm-hmm. just throw a big thing, you're going to hit at least one of the spots. I, yeah, and I see. that's kind of there's like no technique, right? The te- you may as well throw more arrows. If at there's, it. Exactly. So like, let's just say like you don't have technique as a fighter, but you're a really big guy. Right. You have a better chance of getting some good punches in. But let's say you're like a <laughs> sinewy little fighter. You're like a ninja or whatever. And you you could take down that big guy any day. Yeah. But most of these guys are not ninjas. So right. you're like, well, who's a big guy? At least that guy will have some chance of making a hit. I mean, this is like- so that's it's like they it, it's a it's a prison of the patriarchy's own making. Right. Do you get what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. There was yeah. no there was never any need to have a dick size brought into this conversation. It right. actually didn't matter until you stopped learning how to do it. My point also was like the point of it has nothing to do with like what women actually think. The point of it is objectifying women right like it still makes it we're still objects in, in right. this lens like yeah even it's like through the how lens, many more women do i get like it's, it's yeah you know what i mean it's even like, the lens yeah the lens of like having the big dick or whatever is yeah. like what you're gonna do with it it's like two people yeah two, like it yeah it's grotesque i i get it i totally get that okay so needy's hanging out with chip 
And she takes off her glasses, so that means they're going to have sex. <laughs> and I also just wanted to say that nearsighted girls have never been able to see while they have sex. That's just oh a my fact. god, justice for nearsighted girls. They can't see anything, or is that a, an evolutionary thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> This is like a scene where it's going back and forth between like Needy and Chip, like yeah. having this moment Ugh. and Jennifer and Colin having their quote unquote date. This is a rough scene for me. Yeah. So like obviously she lures him to this like abandoned house. And by uh-huh. she, I mean, Jennifer. She's like, we live here. Yeah. And it's, you know, a bunch of candles out and big candle budget. Jennifer big has. candle budget. Yep. And um, she eats him. And at the same time. Needy is like hooking up with Chip and we can tell that Needy can sense yeah. that Jennifer's doing something awful and she's like freaking out. She like uh-huh. runs out of the house and like gets in the car to like drive to like where Jennifer is and she just like runs into her in the road and Jennifer's like wild and covered in blood. Yeah. And then she just like goes home. <laughs> Poor Needy. Exactly. Oh my god, this is what I wrote. There was like a scene where oh yeah, this is when she's flirting with Colin and she's like, you give me such a wedgie. And I was like, this is where Diablo Cody poses the question, what if girls acted like perverted boys? And that's exactly what we said before. Right, right, right. And also I said, no one's parents are home this whole time. No one's parents are ever home. And then I wrote, capitalism stole our parents. And I believe that that (laughs) is the truth always. Mm -hmm. And then first, so Needy goes home after she like sees Jennifer out on the road. Mm -hmm. And then when she gets into bed, Jennifer's already in her bed. And then this is that famed makeout scene where they make out for absolutely no reason. Mm -hmm. And then they go, what are we doing? Yep. And then completely ignore that that happened and never addresses it. Never talk about it again. And then this is finally where Jennifer tells us and we get to see what happened when Low Shoulder took her. Yeah. And they took her to Devil's Kettle, the falls, mm-hmm. which has that like a hole in it that like they don't know if it has an, end, an ending. Yeah, or that it, like suction hole. Right. And Whirlpool. basically they do a sacrifice on her and it's, she's supposed to be a virgin. But since mm-hmm. she wasn't a devil or like, like a, a demon. demon is now in her for the rest of her life. And the only way to appease it is to eat people. Yeah. So. And it's like in books and stuff. She like yeah, goes she to the looks, library and like looks yeah, it she up. Goes, she goes to the library. Uh, Needy goes to the library and like does. This is why I was like, she goes to the library. She does all this research on it. Like, why doesn't she want to help her? Right. <laughs> because like, I guess she didn't like her in the beginning, in the first place. Yeah, probably not. I think, I mean, if the relationship was really toxic. Just saying. And I also wrote what happened with low shoulders, which I preferred. Shoulders. Yeah, that's better. Head and shoulders. The most shocking thing about this movie, too, was um, that Maroon 5 joke that they make. Oh, my God. That it actually, like, aged appropriately. Yeah, it did. Because they were like, don't you want to be as big as that Maroon 5 guy? And yeah. I feel like she wrote that thinking that they would die out in, like, a day. Yeah. But they're fucking so famous. Yeah. That is so funny. And they killed her while singing 8675309, which I yeah. just really actually hated. It was actually disturbing and I hated it. I wish they just, I, I, this really should have been like a revenge movie. Like, I wish it was like. Why wasn't it a revenge? Even if they, even if their relationship was toxic and like this experience made them like talk it out and yeah, like they were come like, to realize why are they we actually competing love with each, each other, other exactly. and that the enemy is actually not that outside of them. Bingo. And then they, you know, et cetera. I yes. like that movie better. Me too. Or like, what if, spoiler alert, we're going to get there. But what if at the end when she dies, if it just kills the demon and like the real Jennifer comes out and she's like, thank you for saving me, needy. And then they both kill Chip for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So we also find out that 
um, she was the one who killed Ahmed, who was yeah. the exchange student that they thought died in the fire. Uh-huh. But he was actually her first victim. Like after she goes to Needy's house, she went there to eat Needy. Yeah, she did. And she couldn't do it because she loves her so yeah. much. So she left and saw Ahmed on the road and ate him. And that's why she looked so beautiful the next day in yeah, school. Yeah, she did. And so now it's going to be time for the spring formal. And uh-huh. I just wanted to mention that the spring formal signage was in the goddamn papyrus font. Oh, my God. The chokehold that Papyrus Font had. Is that like when Avatar came out, too? It was like around that time. Yeah. When did Avatar come out? 2009. See? Yep. Papyrus. Big time Papyrus. Papyrus Font is used for... Spas. Spas, um, natural stores, Mm -hmm. restaurants that have like a lot of greens. Yeah. (laughs) I love it when teen movies, I guess is a teen movie kind of, ends it with a dance. Me too. That's how you properly end a teen film. There is the the only way to end a teen aged anything is with a prom, a graduation, some some Spring sort fling. of yeah something. A, a dance is usually the best. So needy is like now like fully like I've done all the research. I know she's a demon. She's like losing her mind. She's like yeah. Chip, you cannot go to the dance. He's like, please go to the dance with me. She's like, absolutely fucking not. In fact, we should break up. Yeah, she thinks that Jennifer's gonna go like feed at the dance. Yeah, she's like, it's like literally like a buffet. Yeah, like you can't go. And he thinks she's crazy. He's like, you need, you need to get help. help. Yeah. Like he thinks that like the fire has made her like unwell. Yeah, and that she's like, you know, it's like PTSD or something. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, no, literally, this is happening. Like, I mean, no one believes anybody. It's, yeah, and it's just crazy. And, so you know, to his own demise. Yeah. Exactly. Should have listened. And he says it. Yeah. Should have listened. Should have listened to me. She's like, I am going to the dance, though, because I have to watch Jennifer. So <laughs> you stay home and I am going to the dance. Which I guess is like her cross to bear forever. Oh, my God. Right. And then uh, we get to see Chip's mom for some reason. And she gives him mace. She gives like, him. I don't want she gives go. him ladies pepper spray, yeah. which was so funny. And like, I wait, should be safe. Someone's attacking guys just like you. She like sounds like that. And that woman is from like a bunch of movies, too. Yeah. Wait, I said here there was like a song that came on and I said every song in 2009 had people with the Regina Spectre voice. Yeah. Like we had so many people come out and it was like, I'm, I'm gonna feist. Oh, I love my do love. No, but feist, she is. Though. She's like the OG of that. See, The thing of feist is that it's 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 right. Like it's natural. Like it's her the way she sounds uh-huh. like these. There was just so I'm many. saying that people reference that. Oh, yeah. I agree. It. I agree. But they shouldn't. And I wish they would. No, I wish they wouldn't. I and also, either it was a song like that or it was Akon or it was both. Akon. Yeah. He was doing everything. Everything. He was the DJ Khaled of 2009. Akon was doing was literally his reach was so far. He was doing K-pop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that really good song? Love me like money. Love me like cars. I mean, he invented Lady Gaga. That, then that's, all, that's all you need to know. <laughs> How funny is inventive yeah. Lady Gaga? Um, I wrote, uh-oh, Jennifer's hungry again. Yeah. <laughs> you're hungry when you're different when you're hungry. Yeah, she is different when she's hungry. So she's quote unquote ugly again. So there's this scene that always sticks in my mind because I have this personal thing that I find extremely funny. And it's when people put makeup on like really messy. And yeah. I just find it very hilarious. Uh-huh. And she's like rubbing foundation with her hands just like all over her face. Yeah. And it's just... I just enjoy it so it's much. Classic. And Needy is like getting ready for some reason in an 80s prom yeah, dress with this. 80s prom hair, which I didn't really like, get. What is it an 80s? It didn't seem like an 80s theme. Like, I don't think anyone said that. No, it didn't. It, would, like, it was, why is she dressing up like Josie Grossi? If it's in the papyrus font, I'm going to assume it was like wood nymph theme. <laughs> I'm not really sure what the fuck Midsummer's you're doing. Midsummer's night. It, it's like a, a vegan wrap. That's the theme. Right. Let, can I do the vegan wrap with the quinoa salad, please? I'm going to do the soul wrap. 
with a, with extra avocado. Uh, and did you want tempeh with that or tofu? Mm, can I do both? Okay, I'm gonna have. Do to- you have seitan? No, we don't. And how dare you bring him up in here? <laughs> Back to Satan. Chip is still going to the dance because boys don't listen no, to girls. Not only is he going to the dance, he's walking by himself to the dance in the dark. Why? In f- the fresh fuck. Yeah. And this boy was about to do this without me. Yeah. Why would she let, why would his mother after this, like, it's really scary out there for do you boys. Know what's, like, so fucking ridiculous to me. It's like, we watched this off and we're like, is he serious? And like, boys have all these like fantasy, like the predator, like all these things about like being preyed upon. And it's like, you know, you can just ask us what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You know? Oh my God. Yeah. I guess for one brief moment, Jennifer check had switched the balance in devil's kettle. Yeah. Where men were scared to walk alone at night. They weren't scared though. They did. They, yeah, they didn't he, know up until it was happening. Yeah, he was, was like, happening. wait a minute. Yeah. We're not having sex. She was right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's walking alone and I wrote, Welp, Jennifer's going to eat him. And <laughs> we see her and she's also in some very bizarre prom outfit. Right? It had like some like Victoria. You know what she looked like? One of the vampire wives in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Yeah. You know, like the white yeah, outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like a very weird like cape thing. Right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It was like of that era. It was giving like bride, vampire bride. I don't even yeah. know. It was, it was wild. You guys, you're not going to believe who we got to play the dance. It's low shoulder. Wow. Low shoulders is what I'm calling him from now on. <laughs> Did, have they ever left? Um, They've been here the whole time. Right. Can you believe the audacity of these people to I come know. back to this high school? First of all, you're famous and you're going to play at a high school. I don't, Again? <laughs> I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Um, so Jennifer sees Chip outside. And I just to remind you guys, Chip and Needy have broken up. But it's because like, Needy, yeah. but Needy was like, we have to break up just for your safety. Like just like until this is over with, like just stay home. Yeah. So which she doesn't. No, he doesn't. And so he sees Jennifer and Jennifer's like, I've always really cared about you more than I care to admit. And she's like trying to like pull in Saying all the words. In and, their, then she, and then she says that Needy is having like a little thing with Colin. Yeah. She lies and says yeah. that Needy's been cheating on him, which she hasn't. And then she brings him into like an old abandoned school pool. Yeah. Like, what is this place? The school pool. The school pool. And it's like covered in like foliage and shit. Who would ever allow this to happen Greenery. to a perfectly good pool? I know. It's like, and it's still water in it, which makes sense. That should be the number one thing in this town. It was a perfectly good Bring pool. Bring the pool back. Somebody put, throw a little fucking chlorine in right? there. Get a weed whacker out. Right now, like, it looks like Swamp Thing is going to come out of it. it. Yeah. It's like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. And he, she says to him, say that I'm better than needy. And I'm like, well, there it is. I, that made me so mad. There it is. And the whole time, though, Needy's at the prom. She can feel it happening. Her tingle. Yeah. Her spidey senses. Chip. Yeah. Oh, no, Chip. Let me go <laughs> run in my Josie Grossy outfit in the woods. <laughs> she really is wearing like Josie Grossy cosplay yeah. for some I, reason. No sense. I don't know. I don't get it either. Um, so she runs in just in time to catch Jennifer biting on Chip's neck. And, and Chip is sort of like out of it so yeah. she like jumps in the pool and like attacks her and pepper sprays her uh-huh. and then we find out that um jennifer can fly yeah she got powers she and then it's like she can fly and he's like she's just hovering yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like can't even give it to her and so they're like kind of this whole i said this whole movie is the evil of, of pick me which is yeah but like doesn't know we don't know. I, that's my thing. Like, I don't think that's what it's trying to do. We'll have to, to call and ask. And while they're like, while she's distracted, Chip 
um, manages to impale Jennifer with nice like word choice. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> this like pole, this pole, a sharp, <laughs> and, a sharp pole. And Jennifer, sorry, I thought I did find this funny when she's like, she pulls the pole out and she's like, and then she's like, you got a tampon. <laughs> you look like you might be blocking, right? And I was just like. Like you're just like, like I can't are you believe you. Serious? Like it's just like of course she asked for a tampon. Oh my god! So I she ugh. she like Jennifer likes kind of like slithers off and like jumps out the window, and you're like you know she's not dead. Imagine a version of this movie where Jennifer is played by Amanda Bynes. <laughs> she's like, oh no, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> do you like a tampon? <laughs> you got do you got like a tampon? <laughs> Oh my god! Cause you look like you could be plugging. <laughs> She's the demon. <laughs> She's the, the demon. demon. Goodbye. Oh. oh, that's funny to me. And. Just in the nick of time, she's there and she's talking to Chip and holding him and he uh-huh. dies. And he says some sweet he's shit. He's like, I love you. And, and he does say, I should have listened. Yeah, he does. His final words. She was right. Yep. <laughs> My God. Just can we like just have like banners across the I sky? Know. So this is now where we're back at the scene from the beginning of the movie with a sick looking Jennifer in bed. Yeah. For some reason with leg warmers on. She had the, so what she did was she pulled out the thing that impaled her, uh-huh. went home, obviously took a shower because she was covered in blood. Uh-huh. She must have healed that hole. But yeah. since she didn't feed, she's still not feeling good. No. But she put on like a little panties and a top and but then put leg warmers Wait, on. My legs are cold. But just my calves, just not my, my calves. feet, not my no. knees. So. I get, you know what, Jocelyn? I got cold calves. Do you? <laughs> This is a demon thing? Yes. <laughs> when I get impaled in the chest for some reason, yeah. my calves get cold. <laughs> Something that I learned about me. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so quirky. <laughs> oh, God in heaven. Um, so, um, needy. Just busts in through the window and now she attacks yeah, Jennifer so in Jennifer's bed. Like all of a sudden Needy has all this like rage. Rage. No, so she comes in and they're fighting and, and they're like float fighting and hover uh-huh. fighting and hover fighting. And uh what's her name? Needy has a huge box cutter and she's like, you know what this is for? Cutting boxes. Yeah, okay. And we're like, yeah. yeah. And she pulls off Jennifer's BFF necklace. And when this happens, it's like Jennifer like loses a little bit of her power. Yeah. She like sort of like falls to the bed and then Needy stabs her in the heart. I wish that there was like more about that. What do you, which like part? I wish it went into that a little bit more. Like why it, there was like Okay, wait. A little bit of a physical bond. Okay, wait. So I think there was the physical bond because of the blood thing. Mm-hmm. And I also think because it, I am actually feeling the narcissist thing right now. Mm-hmm. Because when she took away her BFF status, she no longer had a source. Uh-huh. And so she didn't have as much power without her source, which right. is like needy giving her source. Like her calling her needy. Right. Um, in narcissists, Projection. they say accusations are... Admissions. Admissions. So she's saying, I'm actually needy. Yeah. It's it's kind of like, I really feel like that's like a Di- what Diablo's kind of going for is like this like toxic friendship thing. Uh-huh. You know, that's part of it for sure. I mean, the thing that it's missing for me is that this 
the, in this movie, this friendship exists for the male gaze. Right. I know. So like that's. Well, that's like the macro of this like. Yeah, for sure. But, but it like, all puts the, the onus on the women. Yep. Absolutely. Not the world in which that they live. Yeah, totally. I get that. Like at the end of the day, like this is a movie that this person wrote. It's not like a real narcissist. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, she totally. made these choices. Absolutely. And the last thing that Jennifer says before she dies, because we found the only way to actually kill this demon is, is to stab it in the heart. Mm-hmm. She just says, my tit. Yeah. And then dies. So like a lot of like objectifying of the body humor for women. Yeah. Which I think is like originally male humor. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like she's literally dying and she's like, my tit. It's like almost like a reaction to like the super bad of like, let's draw Mm. dicks everywhere. It's like, let's talk about our boxes constantly. Yes. Like we don't. You know what? That's exactly what it is. It's like, like I said, when you create a space for, you know, minorities, women or whatever Mm -hmm. in a world that has been created for white male privilege, Uh you have not changed the world. Right. And therefore the space will not work because it, this, the system does not serve them. Yeah. So by there being the super bad for girls or whatever you want to call it. Right. That's not a thing because totally. we don't live in super bad. We're in a diff- we live in practical magic. You know, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know what does achieve this, though? Yeah. Who does do, do this well is bridesmaids. OK, yeah. Because I think in a way it could like they did promote it as like this is like the knocked up for girls like you know the judd apatow style right shit, but for women right and you're like okay like what's this gonna and it was actually like so and it actually does show female friendship dynamics right. in yeah. a way that you see them work through it yeah. and they talk about their insecurities and we understand why they act that and way like the humor works yes that's like a great the point. jokes aren't like at the expense whim of, of yeah yeah i get it i hear you Anyways, my tit. So obviously this my is tit. why we know um, Jennifer's mom walks in and sees this whole thing happen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is why she's in juvie because she murdered her best friend. And that's what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, like, what a crazy <laughs> scene to walk in on. Right. And she um, like pulls the box cutter out of her chest. And you're just like, oh, I know. <laughs> um, so we go back to Needy in present day uh-huh. and she's in solitary confinement. And during the fight that she had with Jennifer, Jennifer bit her. Mm-hmm. And we find out that when a demon bites you, you absorb some of their powers. And you don't pa- die. And you don't die. You absorb some of their powers. So she literally just like floats up, kicks out a window and escapes Juvie. I'm like, why didn't you do this before? I, I mean, we have to. <laughs> I don't know how long she had been in there. Why is she in there at all? I, if exact, you could do this stuff. If you could be, maybe she didn't know. Um, I listen. Knew. We got to I have no this is all conjecture. We have yeah. no idea. But she's walking around and she finds the knife that low shoulder used. Yeah. Cuz she found where I she's just like walking and sees where everything that falls through Devil's Kettle is. Yeah, where it like ends up. Right. And so she's like she goes to kill low shoulder and then sort of like in the credits we see her like absolutely eviscerate the band, which was a kind of a, a nice I liked, moment. I like how they did how she did that too. How they did that. Like Yeah. What does she say? Is she, like she gets like a someone to pick her up, like a hitchhiker, and like you know that shows you as well. Like, and the hitchhiker is definitely predatory. Yeah, it's like so gross. Yeah. And then the guys like they must be a hell of a band. Or yeah, something. she's like I'm going to I'm following a band, and they they must be one hell of a band. And she's like, mm-hmm. And like then we just see like she's like shots of like the crime scene. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, this is their last show. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. And, and that was satisfying. Yeah, I liked how with the photos and like you didn't have to like watch it. It was like just during the credits. Like I yeah. liked that. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I honestly, I liked it again. I liked it. I think it's like a fun watch. It's a classic. Yeah. 
you know, campy, there, gory, it's very funny. Eye rolly. Yeah, and, and like, you, the dialogue is extremely eye rolling, cringy. Yeah. But you know, it is the camp of it all, so it gets away with it. It's fun in to some watch ways. in the same way like Mean Girls is fun to watch, like in, in the fashion and like the time capsuleness of it, and like right. talking about MySpace and the flip phones. It's oh like, my god, yes, it feels like of that time. It's so painful. Yeah, like some of those outfits, Jocelyn. I was oh like, oh my god, Elena, how the did they tights with the, boot, the little booties? But like they're oh so unflattering, like the god. low jeans with the like the white tank top that megan fox wears you guys i'm like, never ever that? ever gonna do these low jeans again it looks so it's impossible to wear they were so hard to wear right? it didn't matter who you were you have to have like pink abs to like look good oh my seriously and only pink has them only she does right i don't want to be a stupid girl <laughs> they're called pink abs <laughs> I don't want to bring a stupid girl. <laughs> yeah, well, because Pink is for some reason like a Cirque du Soleil performer. Yep. Yep. You 1, know what? Percent. I have to say Pink, I hear about her every now in the media and I'm always like, good. You know, I'm glad we have her. Good. She seems to, you like, know, yeah. be doing the, the She's best. She's been with us for a long time. She has. Yeah. Creole Lady Marmalade. I mean, you make me sick. Oh, you make me sick. Yeah, like she had like bops. What is um there you go? Yeah, looking is pitiful. Just let you, you go. go. See, there, there you go. go. What are some other pink songs like that? Well, there you go. What was like early pink besides that? And then she had to like ruin my life with that fun song. Oh, now raise your glass if you are Oh, dirty little freaks. Is that what's called? Yeah, but that's like that's more, like way more, more recent. recent. Okay. Can't Take Me Home is the first album. Okay. There you go. There you go. You, you make me sick. Okay, that's like yep. these. That's that album. Okay. Mis misunderstood. Misunderstood. No, misundoes. Misundoes Tud. Huh. It's M exclamation point S S U N D A Z T O O D. What year is this? 2001. Uh, the no. Oh. No. That's I'm coming out. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's get this party started. So you better Okay, that's perfect. Yeah. I think that's a great place to end the podcast. <laughs> Let's get the party started, everybody. It's coming out on Friday, just before Halloween. So it's Halloween weekend. Happy Halloween. Oh my god. Happy Halloween. Weekend. Please stay tuned to our socials to see what we whip together. We have a costume coming. We have to. And uh send us your pictures of you guys oh, in costumes, yeah. please. please. And yeah, send us any Q&A's, stories, whatever you want to send us. Yeah. Podcast at bijoucandles.com. If you have a suggestion for a campfire, please do that. And we will see you guys soon. Love you, Candle Coven. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.